This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Westport, Connecticut. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll down to our radio section and check out past shows. Subscribe to our show on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play. That way you can make sure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now, folks, all money spends the same, but not all money is taxed the same. And in today's episode, we're going to dive into the topic of qualified versus non-qualified money and the possible tax treatment on both types of accounts. So hang on to your seats. This one's going to be a real barn burner. Now, depending on your unique situation for retirement, it may be beneficial to have both types of assets in your disposal in retirement, both qualified and non-qualified. All right. Well, you know, some people, their eyes might be glossing over, glassing over right now. Already. Yeah, already. you mentioned yeah. tax. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I, you know, a lot of our listeners out there probably rather spend time in a Turkish prison than talk about taxes and qualified and non-qualified <laughs> accounts. However, if it means you can minimize that tax burden and save more for retirement or more for your family, uh, more for whatever... Uh, I think it's beneficial uh, to look at this and, you know, you got to know what you're doing or it could cost you a lot of money. So I think this is a good topic. Uh, As exciting as you made it sound in the intro, I think it's still a good topic, Matt. Um, So I've had a great week. How about you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, staying warm. You know, it's that time of year, Tony. So I know. uh, There's the the, uh, the polar vortex is is wreaking its havoc. So. Uh, but I'm staying toasty. So that's yeah. And then the temperature is supposed I, I to can be thankful yeah, for that. And the temperature is supposed to go up like 50 degrees after it should be called the bipolar vortex. I think. Oh, that's yeah. a good one there. See what Tone. I did there. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> yes, I did. The, the, uh, the temperatures are about as volatile as the market. Ooh, Tony. nice, nice segue. Well, uh, I Thank do you. have a question for you before we get too far into the discussion. Uh, maybe you should give us a definition of qualified and non-qualified money, and how do we tell the difference? All right, yeah, so a lot of people you know, really just don't know the difference. So our goal today, help people understand a little bit more about what makes these accounts different, why they may both have value. There's a lot of things in your retirement strategy, and a lot of them have both pros and cons. In addition, they like have both, both qualified and non-qualified accounts. What's right for you? depends on your unique goals and situation. I want to get that out of the way before we even define this. So for the typical retirement saver, having a mix of qualified and non-qualified accounts, it can really help provide balance, flexibility 
for these ever-changing environments like we were just talking about so poorly in our jokes. But what exactly the difference between qualified and quali non-qualified accounts is? Well, to explain that, let's uh, enlist the help of, there's an article from Tim Parker titled Qualified versus Non-Qualified Plans. What's the difference? Couldn't be more <laughs> on point for this discussions, right. right? So it was published in thebalance.com in July of uh, past year, 2018. So according to the article, the account definitions, well, they're established and regulated by the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, so ERISA. It was enacted into law in 1974. Ooh, 74, a good year. Mm -hmm. uh, but that yes, seems like a long time ago. I mean, in not too many more years, ERISA itself will be old enough for retirement. Very true. Uh, there's been a lot of attempts to update ERISA or, you know, and I thought, in fact, a thinkadvisor.com article from May 2018, it was entitled Retirement Industry Officials Backed by Partisan Bills to Update ERISA. ERISA. I examined four recent attempts to adjust the law. And we could do an entire show on that itself. But for now, let's just stick to qualified versus non-qualified accounts because those are tricky enough. And even though you've asked already, haven't really broken those out. So let me do that next. Qualified accounts, they're designed to give you tax benefits on funds that you invest. They help you build a bigger asset pool to jump into at retirement time, or at least that's the hope. And then non-qualified accounts, they don't come with such tax benefits, but they do come with the freedom to move your money, often without age restrictions or withdrawal penalties, uh, depending on the investment product itself. Wow. So uh, that's good. Uh, it's not 100% clear to me, though, but I have to back up a minute. You said ERISA, and I know you're so into that um, Employee Retirement Income Security Act or ERISA. You talk about it a lot. Um, didn't you name one of your, wasn't your first daughter named ERISA? Yeah. Yeah. We don't talk about her though. No. <laughs> no, you don't have a child named Arissa. Okay. Good. Good. I was just I checking. Um, but uh, you're going to have to explain this qualified, non-qualified to me a little more. All right. Stick with me. So in addition to having different benefits, both accounts come with some rules on how you can use them. So in the balance article, Tim Parker says these rules are designed to keep people from taking advantage of loopholes created in the establishment of qualified accounts. So in qualified versus non-qualified plans, what's the difference? Parker says that qualified plans in particular also come with a few additional benefits that may make following the rules worth it. You know, that's one reason many employer-sponsored accounts are established as qualified plans. A 401k, for instance, that's a qualified plan. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. 401ks, a lot of people have those. That's a really common retirement savings option for a lot of folks out there, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. One of the reasons employers like offering qualified plans is because they themselves are eligible for a tax break on the funds they contribute to their employees' accounts. That provides a benefit both for the employer and the employee. So if your employer participates in a 401k match or otherwise you know, contributes a part of your salary to your retirement plan, they're receiving a tax break for doing so. Oh, sounds like a win-win then for both the employer and the employee. It, it, for most time, it always is. Yeah, I say most of the time it always is. I, I understand the silliness of that, but it, it, they're required to treat everyone equally in, in qualified accounts. So if a company offers a 3% match, they have to offer that 3% match to everyone who qualifies, oh, wow. not just like for the executive level. So the benefit covers everyone in the company who qualifies and it treats them all the exact same way. Wow. So I, I think that's really good uh, to note. So I thought it would be a good time right now for you to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you and let them know about that special offer you have. 
Okay, 800-339-9252 is the phone number, or you can go online to compass-ltd.com. And the top left-hand part of the webpage, before you go scrolling down and uh, signing up for the show on Spotify or Google Play or iTunes, top left-hand part of the page is a is a button called Take Your uh, Color of Money Risk Analysis Camera. It's an 11-question self-assessment tool. It's super easy to do. It doesn't take very long at all. And you do that and you'll get a complimentary generational vault account out of that. That's a great place to store tons of stuff. Super secure place. But that also gives you a proprietary color of money risk analysis score. And once that's done, you come in complimentary, no cost, no obligation. You can do it by FaceTime. We can do it in the office. We can do it. Go to meetings, whatever's easiest for you where we talk about that score and the steps you take for putting your comprehensive financial plan in place and finding out what is the right mix of something like this today, qualified or non-qualified accounts for you. Well, Matt, today you've been telling us about qualified and non-qualified accounts and the difference between the two. Uh, And you also mentioned some of the reasons an employer would like offering a qualified plan. You mentioned the tax benefits uh, that the employer gets as well as the employee, right? Right. Well, let's not forget that as an employee, you're also benefiting from an account like maybe a non-Roth 401k. So you'll notice that your contributions to these accounts come off the top of your salary, so to speak. Your money's invested in the account without taxes being taken out. That's known as a pre-tax contribution. Okay. So is that tax-free money then for the employee? Not quite. No. Ultimately, you will pay taxes on this money when you withdraw from the account sometime after you've turned 59 and a half. But for now, the tax advantage 401k allows you to use more of your money to compound your returns, that eighth wonder of the world. (laughs) Yeah, compounding interest. So are there limits or regulations on these qualified accounts? Oh yeah, there are. uh, The benefits of the qualified accounts come with some of the rules that we talked about earlier. Generally, there are limitations on how much money you can put into qualified accounts. So for 401k, uh, this year in 2019, uh, the contribution limit's $19,000. The, the amounts will vary based on each account type and qualified money. Okay. So, and you mentioned age 59 and a half earlier. How does that come into play? <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about this half thing a lot. Yeah. I'm sure it makes, I'm sure it makes sense somewhere, but it's a silly thing in I a don't. way, but it's, a, it, it's an important restriction on many qualified accounts. If you try to withdraw money from the accounts before you turn 59 and a half, you may be faced with a pretty sizable 10% penalty, usually in addition to also the income that it's taxed at that rate as well. Uh, In addition, plans might force you to start withdrawing your money as of age 70 and a half as well. So you get some called required minimum distributions because again, in these plans, you haven't paid taxes on this. It was pre-tax when it went in. And at one point, at some point, Uncle Sam's wants his cut. So they want you to wait a while so that it's there for your retirement, but they also aren't going to let you wait forever so that they can get what they have. Right. Uh, Are there any exceptions that allow us to withdraw at times before age 59 and a half? Yeah, there are some special ones. Occasionally, Congress will pass laws that allow limited time special distributions. In February 2018, the, the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018 passed 
both the House of Representatives and the Senate. And the bill eventually became law and the IRS published uh, public, produced publication 590B. It updated the existing law. So if you went to irs.gov in the posting for publication 590B for 2017 di- distributions from IRAs or individual retirement arrangements, uh, they defined the new rules for tax-favored withdrawals and repayments from certain retirement plans including IRAs for taxpayers who suffered economic losses as a result of hurricanes Harvey, Irma, or Maria. So it was a very special instance by the government to aid taxpayers in the event of, say, those particular natural disasters. So all that to say, exceptions are rare and they're usually linked to specific events like uh, disasters like hurricanes or wildfires, right? Yeah, the types of situations are pretty unique. They're not common for most taxpayers, and they're really not something you want to hope for. So, yeah, um, it's not one of those things you're like, I hope there's this one of these new things where we can do it. Very rarely is it a positive situation. Uh, so th- let's take a deeper look at the non-qualified accounts. So in that, in that Parker article, non-qualified accounts are still part of your comprehensive retirement strategy, but they may come with less rules than you find with the qualified plans we've been talking about so far. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll have to talk some more about those non-qualified plans now. Uh, But first, uh, let's pause again so you can let our listeners know how to get a hold of you and what you're offering. Sure. 800-339-9252 is what you dial on whatever telephone you're using. Or you can type in compass-ltd.com on a keyboard and find us on the web. Uh, I suggest when you're there, if you want to know what we're offering, Go to the top left-hand corner of the page. There's a really easy self-assessment tool there called the Color of Money Risk Analysis. 11 questions. It doesn't take very long at all. And it'll give you a proprietary Color of Money Risk Analysis score. Take that score and we'll use that as a launching point for our first discussion. That first discussion, it's complimentary. No cost, no obligation. And we'll just sit down, talk about where you're at and the steps you need to take to put your comprehensive financial plan in place so you can know where you want to be as well. All right. Well, thanks, Matt. And listeners, you are listening to The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. And Matt, again, great conversation about qualified versus non-qualified accounts. And you've already talked about some of the things that make qualified and non-qualified plans different uh, and why qualified plans are so attractive to both employees and employers. Uh, Now we're going to talk a little bit about the non-qualified plans and their benefits, right? Yeah. Um, With non-qualified accounts, since you've already paid income tax on the funds invested, you can generally do what you want with them. Uh, Unlike qualified accounts, there's no contribution limits. You can sell stocks and redeem shares without paying penalties. You're taxed on dividends, gains, and interest, but not on the original or principal amounts invested. So if you invested $100 and your investment grew over time to $150, You'd only be taxed on the $50 if you sold the investment. Is that what you're talking about? Kind of. Yeah, it's rarely that simple. There's a lot of factors to keep in mind. But however, that's the general idea. Yeah. But you want to make sure consult with your financial services professional, your tax professional when considering any investment transaction. Right. Can non-qualified accounts be offered by employers? They can be. Yeah, they can be offered by employers. According to that article, especially employers will often use non-qualified accounts to supplement the income, especially some of their highly paid employees, because they're not subject to the same contribution limitations as qualified accounts. Also, unlike the qualified accounts, employers aren't required to treat everyone equally with a non-qualified plan. 
Well, yeah, and they certainly wouldn't apply to everyone uh, then, but it's helpful to know about these. Good point. Yeah, everyone's situation is unique. It must be addressed as such. Working with a financial services professional, it can help you determine the right steps for your unique situation. I say, you know, I like it when people work with us. We're what we would call a holistic practice. So we take a look at your tax situation, your retirement situation, your current living situation. Everything should come into play. How does it work with your estate planning, your, with your with legal? Every facet of your financial life should be looked at. Now, you can have 10 different places that do that if you trust that they can all play in the sandbox well together. Or you can find a company like ours or you know us or one like us, whatever you know the best fit is for you. But making sure that someone's really taking a look at your whole picture, super, super important. Yeah, the holistic approach, look at everything and how it, how it affects everything else. So uh, to recap, I want to see if I have this right. One way to categorize qualified and non-qualified accounts, one of the major ways is the type of tax advantages they offer. It comes down to uh, how the tax situation works with them. Uh, and if your money is invested in a way that provides tax-deferred growth, you may be dealing with a qualified accounts, uh, and these qualified accounts offer benefits to help build the nest egg. Is that right? That is right. Qualified accounts, though, are also subject to maximum contribution limits and some age-based restrictions on when and how you can withdraw your money. Non-qualified accounts, uh, on the other hand, they're, they're composed of funds that are taxed before you can invest them. So again, always consult with a qualified tax professional regarding your specific tax situation before you make any investment decision. And that harkens back to what I just said. You know, our staff, we have... Uh, EAs, which are enrolled agents, similar to a CPA, but they're enrolled agents with the IRS. We have certified financial planners, investment advisory reps, registered reps, insurance agents, all these people working together on each case and for each person to make sure that every piece of their puzzles accounted for. Yeah. And that's, that's great. That's what you need. And uh, I think it's great. You offer all that to your clients. Uh, but as far as these non-qualified and qualified accounts, it seems like the bottom line is tax benefits are a big part of what makes them different. Yeah, the biggest piece is the tax treatment. Uh, but unfortunately, Tony, it's about all the time oh, we have yeah. today. So we're going to leave it with that's uh, qualified, non-qualified accounts. Uh, the tax treatment is the biggest. Um, but if you have any questions, get in touch with a financial services professional. If you don't have one, feel free to get in touch with us. Go to the website, compass-ltd.com. Uh, call us, 800-339-9252. That first step is complimentary. We want it. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You don't want to work with us after that. Do Go work with whoever you want, but at least you'll have some of the framework for the steps you need to take to have that life you want now and with keeping your eyes on that life you want in the future. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by
sponsored by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.